Hello everyone, this is Kim Langling, author, freelance writer, and of course, your host for Let Fear Bounce. Today I had the absolute pleasure to welcome in my new friend, Stephanie Miller. She is the author of The Butterfly Blueprint, and you're going to want to hear more about this, folks. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. I am your host, Kim Langling, and today I am so excited, so excited to have the lovely Stephanie Miller with me. She's coming to us from Colorado. She is a spiritual and personal growth coach, author of The Butterfly Blueprint, How to Renew Your Mind and Grow Your Faith. She's also a speaker specializing in helping individuals who are spiritually stuck or ready to transform into who God has created them to be. God has a plan for each of our lives, and with careful coaching and direction, you can emerge as a beautiful new creation created in Christ. Stephanie, welcome, welcome to Let Fear Bounce. I have been so excited to have you on. I read your book. You provided that to me. It's awesome. So I want to jump right into the book, actually. I love the name of it. First off, Blue Butterfly Blueprint. And we were talking off mic. I'm very spirit, or uh, well, I am spiritual, but I'm also very, <laughs> I'm also visual. And I love the cover of your book caught my attention and the way that you wrote it and how you have it, the blueprint, it's literally a blueprint, just wonderfully put together. Um, so kudos on that. It's a wonderful book. So first off, I want to thank you for, you know, going by God's nudge and getting that out there into the world because it's, it's sorely needed. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I am so excited to be on here and chat with you today about the butterfly blueprint um, and everything like that. And just the book in and of itself is, it was definitely God breathed and God led into the butterfly and how it just goes from the egg to the caterpillar, to the cocoon, to the butterfly itself. Um, and one thing you mentioned about the cover drawing your eye is there is actually a significance behind the, the purple butterfly. So the two colors that make purple are blue and red and blue stands for traditionally in the Bible, the actual written word of God, so scripture. And we can kind of then go to red, knowing that red usually stands for the blood of Christ and the blood that Jesus shed for us. So this idea that with the continual reading of the word and applying scripture to our everyday life, along with the fact that we are forgiven by Jesus's blood that was shed for us, we then emerge as purple, which traditionally stands for royalty, right? We are daughters of the most high king. So there is actually a significance of the purple butterfly. Yes, it is a, a beautiful color, but the purple really signifies our, our crux and our identity in Christ and who he has called us to be. I love that. And I know that this is audio only, but as she's saying, we are daughters of the one true king. I'm sitting here with my hands in the air. <laughs> I, uh, I, I often say that, you know, if people, I get questioned or something, or I'm having a bad day, um, I'm on the worship team at church. And there are times that I've walked in and they'll be like, all right, Kim, you, you seem like you're down. What's going on today? And you, you remember who you are. And I, I sit there like, you are right. I am the daughter of the one true king. You know? 
So I love, love how you brought that all together like that. Fantastic. So when did you actually write this book and why? So I, this is another interesting story. So I actually felt the nudge and the call to start writing this book in January of 2019. I had a goal of writing um, a couple of a couple of paragraphs or a couple of pages a day, nothing too extreme. But what I ended up doing is writing the majority of the first draft in about a month. And I did this while having a six month old at home. That was all God's all God oh, yeah. all of his power, <laughs> giving me the time during her nap time and everything to kind of fit that in. Uh, but interestingly enough, the first draft of the butterfly blueprint had nothing to do with a butterfly. So I had this shorter, different version of looking at our tools to spiritual growth and transformation, but without the butterfly. I had planned to publish the book later that year, but then shortly found out after I finished writing it in January that I was pregnant with my second child. And so I said, okay, I'm going to have a baby this year, but it's not going to be a book baby. It's going to be an actual baby. I'm going to take the time. I'm going to put the project on the shelf and God has called me to it. He will see me through it. So when it is time, he will let me know and I'll take it back off the shelf and continue it. Um, so I had a piece about that. Fast forward to January, 2020, I felt that nudge again. Okay, your baby is six months old. Your second baby is six months old. It's time to pick it up, but it's missing something. And that was when it really just hit me, the butterfly. The butterfly is the culmination. It seems so obvious because my coaching ministry actually is called Butterfly Beginnings. So at first I kind of paused and said, that's a little too obvious. Like maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm just trying to connect the dots, but the more I delved into it and the more God started to reveal to me this metaphor of the butterfly and what it means to transform, what it means to have a butterfly perspective and not a caterpillar perspective is when the whole book just started to really take form. Um, and of course, going back in the second edit, I needed some of the experiences I had in 2019. I needed those experiences and those um, just lessons that God showed me through those circumstances and be able to apply them to the book. Um, because when I have talked to some people who have read the book and I've led studies, they'll come back and they'll mention the specific event that happened, but it only happened between the end of the first draft and the beginning of the second draft. So it's really this idea that I felt God calling me to start talking about spiritual growth and transformation. And then when I let go of this idea, oh, the five keys, and that's when he really started coming in and bringing this, this butterfly and what it means and how each level and each life cycle is so varied and how easily we can let ourselves be confined by the way that we see Christ or the way that we are trying to limit his power in our lives. What a cool story. I love that. I love that. And I like how you had said that, you know, it's God led or you were, you know, nudged by him. Um, and as believers, we all feel that nudge. Hopefully we all feel that nudge. <clears throat> I know when I feel it sometimes, and I always describe it as it's a bit of a whisper. Mm-hmm. And then other times it's like a two by four up the side, of the back of my head. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I always now, uh, myself as a Christian, 
I work very hard to follow those nudges and listen to those whispers. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't always, I wasn't raised in the church and I, I call myself a late bloomer. I didn't start going to church regularly or even completely accept all that that entailed, including that I am a child of the one true king until I was in my mid thirties. So I call myself a, a, a late bloomer and it took me a while to recognize those whispers and those nudges for what they were. Yeah. And when something like what you've done and you're sharing it with the world and it's such a, it's such a unique way of laying it all out there and it's a very easy read it's easy to understand at least it was for me to grasp your concept and and how you had it all laid out i can't i can't think but that it's it's been just a huge blessing not only to you but to all of those hands that it's landed in and they've they've landed exactly where god wants them to land Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one of those things where you hear people give you praises. And I know, you know, this is a fellow author, you hear people give you praises and just singing your praises about your book and how it's helped them and they're working through things. And it's almost like an out of body experience. You're watching it happen and you're listening to it, but it's not necessarily feeling real. I don't know exactly if we, if I've actually had that point where it's clicked in, Um, but it's one of those things like, wow, I'm an author. Wow. You can go on Amazon and you can look at the book and people are purchasing it. You know, I had someone actually contact me, um, and want to set up a one-on-one coaching with me because they read the book. And I said, oh, well, how did you hear about it? Thinking that someone that I knew had recommended it. And they said, oh no, it was on Amazon. And then it touched them enough that they contacted me about it. And, and it's just, you're absolutely right. And I think that that really is the heart behind my ministry. And I talk about that in the book too. It's my obedience to God. Writing the book was my obedience to God. I knew that he had laid it on my heart and I knew that I needed to be faithful to what he had planted within me. Um, And it's really just this idea that I am doing my duty and spreading the seed, so to speak. And then he is going to be the one that ultimately brings the water to make those seeds grow and to make them bloom um, into something bigger and to something better. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said, you know, when you said as, as, a, as another fellow author and you have people, you know, saying, wow, your book was just amazing or wow, this really, this part really touched me or this, this just slammed me or, you know, whatever the case may be, I always feel it. And it does feel strange. (laughs) It's a strange feeling. And I always, it's almost like I'm on the, I'm on the edge of, I'm uncomfortable with it. You know, I just kind of go, you know, thank you. And, uh, (laughs) and that's really usually what I do. Thank you. Yeah. I feel very, um, humbled is the word. I guess humbled would be, be the main the main feeling behind that because i i sit there and think you know geez the idea wasn't even mine yeah you know i i uh he used me in a way and with the gifts that he provided to me and at times we forget those gifts i think yeah or we take them for granted until you get those big old nudges or like i said earlier two by four upside the back of the head saying hey i gave these to you for a reason why aren't you using them you know, yeah. that's, that's how it comes to me. <laughs> anyway. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm supposed to do this. And, you know, 
how you find yourself questioning. At least I do. When oh, yeah. I had started this uh, three book series called When Grace Found Me, and it came to me as a whisper while I was sitting on my back porch. And I went, no, nah, I don't think I'm the one to do this. I'm, I, I'm, you're asking me to reach out to people, most of them strangers, to share stories that have scarred them. You want me to do that. And in my heart, it was a resounding yes. And I was going, nah, I don't know if I'm the right one. And he, you know, it just kept coming to me. Yeah, you are. And mm -hmm. yeah, you're supposed to do this. And so I did it. <laughs> what turned, what was supposed to be one book turned into a three book series. Now, if you don't tell me that's not God led, you know. Absolutely. And with your book, do you have, do you have plans on expounding on it or having like a devotion that goes with it or a study journal or anything like that, that, that complements with it? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I have had a couple of people who have read the book said, whoa, like I need my highlighter and I need to take <laughs> notes and I need to copy things. And they're saying a lot of these things that are very profound about what I'm saying. And I'm thinking, that's just my everyday language. That's just my everyday conversation. Like that's how I think. Um, so, and taking that feedback, I did uh, make a study guide. It's just a PDF study guide available on my website um, that anyone can download for free and have those additional study questions and journal questions. And there also are some small group activities that I created if um, people were to go through this uh, study in a small group session, which I think actually is fantastic because the whole book itself is about being able to be authentic and transparent and to share your story with others. And um, walking through that with having accountability, that grace-filled accountability is so, so important. Um, God did give me a idea for a second book. So interestingly enough, the title, The Butterfly Blueprint, did not come easy. Um, it came to me one night laying in bed, uh, but it was much, it was much later. It was after much um, just brainstorming of what the title might be. But I feel that God did give me the name of the second book, which is going to be more of a Bible study based book. It's going to be called Holy Souls Walking in the Way of Jesus. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, when you get that one done and out, you got to come back on. I know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Now, the thing is, is we are, we're moving this year. So I don't know. I always want to write my book around like these big life transitions. <laughs> life changes. So I haven't started that one yet, but it's definitely been, been tucked away. And again, when, when God says, okay, nope, it's time, then, then it'll be, it'll be time. But right now we're moving in two short months across country. So oh, geez. <laughs> that is where uh, a lot of my attention has been. So you're heading back East? We are. Yeah. We're heading, um, Southeast. Oh, yeah. warmer. Warmer, yeah. It'll be uh, Georgia, actually. Oh, so. good for you. Yeah. That's closer to Pennsylvania. I know. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> we'll have to meet up sometime. Yeah, that would be great. And my family's all in Ohio, so that would be enough. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Actually, we should when we can, you know, actually do things yeah. like that. I know. <laughs> I know, when we're actually able to meet. <laughs> No, I think that'd be great. I, I would love to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I love the name of the second book, the name that you have. That is 
that's just got you know kind of kind of got goosebumps with that and i'm thinking oh yeah she's on the right track with that one <laughs> thank you yeah you have a hard time because you kind of question yourself like you said is it something that i am just presenting to myself or is it something that the spirit is really showing me and the spirit is telling me um so I know we talked before a little bit before we started recording, like we, a lot of times the spirit speaks to us in these visions and these pictures that we get. And so I just, I have this vision of essentially how to walk in the way of Jesus is countercultural, and it literally is against the way of the footsteps of everyone else. So it's this idea of how we can continue to walk the way that God has called us and not be led astray. I have a mental picture in my head already when you while you're talking. Yeah. And that's just yeah. how my brain goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, you, you mentioned, you know, coming up with, coming up with a title, the same for me with my book. I know that it was not me that came up with it, mm -hmm. you know, and then for it to turn into a series because I had women from all over the world reaching out saying, Hey, I hear you doing this. I have a story I'd like to share, you know, and I'm, I was, I was dumbfounded by it. And, and, uh, I don't even I don't even recall when when the title for mine just came. It just all of a sudden, you know, I'm sitting typing and I literally just typed out when Grace found me. That's what it's going to be called. And I just kept going. I never it never it was nothing that it, that came to me in like a flash or I went, wow, that's it. I literally yeah. just sat down and started. And I'm like you at times I'm up in the middle of the night. I was up at two thirty this morning with all kinds of ideas in my head. I'm like, I've got to get that down. <laughs> jumped on my laptop and started typing. Um, but this, what a journey, what a journey that you are on with these books. And it's not a journey, it's a mission. Yeah. What a, what a mission and the, the lives that you're going to continue to touch. I cannot wait to see how your journey unfolds. It's just, it's just amazing what you're doing. And I do, I love this book. I'm super really looking forward to the second one. Um, you should consider, and I know that you said you have it with, uh, you have the, the PDF and stuff that's free and stuff in, in your, um, coaching program, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyone can download the, um, the free PDF. It's just a couple of questions, additional questions for each chapter. Cause some of the chapters have the food for thought questions at the end and some do not. So, you know, with that first book, you could do all kinds of things. You really could. My my brain's going. It's not even my book. I'm like, oh, gosh, there's all these ideas. <laughs> you could. You could do a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff with that. So what are your plans? Like you're moving yeah. soon. Um, so with your coaching, how how's that work? Or do you do all your coaching virtually anyway? Yeah, so I do all of my coaching virtually um, at this point. And in my mind, I'm going to be creating a course around the book. So you have kind of this teachable online course <laughs> around the book that will really kind of help shape and help give a little bit more meat and a little bit more visuals, um, as well as like an actual teaching, a video teaching, just to go along with the book mm -hmm. to round everything out because we have the, the book piece, but then the blueprint is really just the first part. The second part then is to really take what we talk about, take what I talk about, take what it means to be a butterfly in Christ and be able to apply it with that grace-filled accountability and with that um, that understanding and that support and encouragement. So it's kind of like a two-fold uh, program and uh, course, if you will. 
that was one of the things that was swirling in my head. <laughs> you got to do a course with this book. Oh, wow. How exciting. So keep me up to date on all of that, please. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I would, I would certainly love to share your journey with others as well as, as you're moving along, especially with um, the course and such. I think that would be awesome. It's so yeah, exciting. It's so I love talking to other authors that's that have the same brain thing that's going on, you know, all these different ideas and, and it, you know, it might not happen right away, but it's going to happen in the time that it's meant to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what really just gives you a piece because when I started my coaching in 2016, I went to a writing and speaking conference thinking that I was going to only be a writer and not a speaker. But as I was driving to the conference, I actually got a vision of me becoming a published author and what that would look like. And the fact that it happened several years later, I just, I held on to the fact that God was promising me that and God was giving me that desire and he would fulfill it but it wasn't going to be in my timing. Cause we know if we try to do things on our own timing, it never works out. And it's usually an epic fail. Um, but I was able to kind of hold on to the promise that he gave me to be able to carry that into, okay, like this is the vision. Of course I had a vision of a book signing that's been a little bit compromised with COVID and the restrictions, but we'll get there, right? You know, I'll move to the new place. I'll, I'll find a, a home, a church home, and hopefully I'll be able to have that, that dream of having an actual in-person book signing. So God will make a way. I'm not worried. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely will. He definitely yeah. will. Um, oh, and I had some, <laughs> I was listening to you and too intently and not taking my notes. So I completely lost the question that I wanted to ask you. Do you have, no, you're just, you're just going to follow his nudges. So I was just going to say, do you have a timeline? But, you know, probably don't want to put a timeline on it. I wouldn't. Um, yeah. For me and in and, and, and our humanness, we try to. And like you said, you know, if when we try and go against what it is that we know God wants us to do and how he wants us to do it, it's typically an epic fail. That's yeah. yeah. Yes. Those are my words. Exactly. Right. Epic fail. Yeah, typically <laughs> I, I call it, I've made, I've dug myself my own potholes in my mm -hmm. own road. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? I'm just falling in them, getting muddy and dirty, getting back up and falling in them again. Um, my other little visual that I have, but, uh, amazing stuff amazing stuff i i wish you all the best on your move because that's a big deal that's a big transition especially moving cross country and you've got little ones and that's a big deal so i wish you all the best on that and in a, a safe a safe journey yeah this um i definitely need to have you back i definitely need to have you back on keep keep in contact with me please um because I'm certainly going to be sharing your book, at least how to how to how folks can purchase it. I will be sharing that out as well, um, because I think it's certainly something that many people need to read, and they might be surprised. And I have, you know, in my head right now, it's people that might be seeking, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, that's what's really strong in my head right now. Is there's a lot of people out there seeking right now. Yeah. And I think your book, Landing in Those Hands, which I'm sure it will, that's a God thing, you know. Um, I, that's how I feel that it, your book is going to start to land in those who are seeking. And I've met a lot over the strange time that we're living in. 
Yeah, it's so it's so amazing that God, you might write it with a specific audience in mind. I didn't write it for necessarily someone who was seeking, but an actual Christian that was possibly new to the faith. But I had people come to me and say, oh, no, this is good for your seasoned Christians and this is good for your new Christians. And I said, well, it's going to mostly be women that are going to want to read it because it's about a butterfly and what man wants to read about a butterfly. And then I have men come back and say, no, Stephanie, like this book is great. A butterfly it works for men just like it does women. And, and your stories you share, you know, I can relate to them. So it's this idea that God really does know better. Um, and the timing, of course, like we talked about, it actually released in September of 2020. And we, we were deep in the throes of COVID then, and we needed hope more than ever. And so I think you're right. I think going back to just timing and having hope, like our only hope is in Christ. And honestly, anyone who is not in Christ, I don't know how they're surviving and I don't know how they're functioning right now with the way that the world is and everything that's going on. So it's this idea that it doesn't have to be the way that it is. And just that, that spark. In fact, I would say if anyone is curious and if anyone is searching, I would just encourage them that there is a reason that you feel that nudge to pick up that book. There is a reason that that butterfly catches your eye. And it doesn't have to be my book specifically. There's a reason that the book that you keep going into in your Amazon shopping cart is there. I just say, follow that nudge, follow that lead, because God has something great for you and God has something better in store for you. And, and I could go on and that could make me even more emotional, but, <laughs> but this idea that, that God, honestly, he wants to draw us in and he wants us to know him and he wants us to know what it is like to have that relationship with him. So if you are searching and if you are um, wanting a different way and not sure how to get there, I highly encourage you to check out the Butterfly Blueprint. Um, it's a super, a super good place to start. Um, I'm very open. I don't pretend to be someone I'm not. I don't pretend to, to, to talk down and teach. I really just come at a level of of authenticity and a level of vulnerability saying, hey, we're in the same boat and I had my own struggles too, but I surrendered it over. I released them over and wow, look what God did to redeem my past and to reconcile me into the future and into his eternity. Well, you know, and you answered my question right there because I always <laughs> ask towards I always ask towards the end of my the end of the show saying, Hey, what's something you'd like to share and leave our audience with? I didn't even have to ask. You just did. Nope. It. <laughs> no, I think I think we're on the same wavelength there. <laughs> I think so. I think so. And yeah, that the, the word seeker has been stuck in my head for a reason obviously. So I might have to start writing about something on that. I don't, I don't. Yes. <laughs> Follow that nudge. I guess exactly. Follow the nudge and I'm learning to do that more and more. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I agree though with what you said real quick is how you said you don't know how folks that don't have that faith, yeah. how they're surviving. Yeah. I know quite a few and they are filled with anxiety and depression or they're drinking yeah. way more than they should and I see it in a lot of people I don't know how they're struggling and so many times you just want to reach out and there are times that I do because I feel that nudge and then there are times I want to but then I feel that I'm not supposed to at that time yeah and those times actually are hard for me but I'm like, because I'll, but I'm right here. I, I can do this right. No, I get this firm. No. Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, something's going to happen. I feel really, there's, I don't have a good feeling about this. No. Yeah. <clears throat> Those are the tough ones to follow, the no's. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, I, I am so looking forward to seeing what your book is going to do because it's got its own little, it's got its own little trail it's blazing. And I firmly believe that it's, it's, it might go in a direction that you weren't anticipating. And you've already mentioned that it is to some point. Yeah. I'm excited. Go, I, you know, yeah, I could sit here and talk for, you know, an hour and a half. I know. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So we definitely have to schedule a time to do this again in the future. Absolutely. But thank you so very much for being on Let Fear Bounce today. This was just awesome. I love it when a show goes like this and you leave, you get done and you're just super energized, you know, yeah. uh, with all kinds of ideas and meeting and making a new friend that I had never met before. So I love it. It's a God thing. And, you know, God's pretty cool at times, I think. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed being on here. I would love to come on again. Um, and hopefully we can keep in touch. I know we will. I know this will be a lifelong connection. And oh, we feel energized and I feel humbled. I feel like I need to just go off here and just cry and give glory <laughs> to God. And that's just, that's just the, the state I'm in at the moment. This is, and it's such a beautiful thing, you know, tears of joy. Absolutely. Yep. It is. Yep. Thank you again so much. And I cannot, like I said several times, I can't wait to see where this journey takes you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.